Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sports as a Job podcast journey of the working sports professional. This is your host, Colby Castillo, and if this is your first time joining us on the podcast, let me just say welcome to the family. And if you've joined us on previous episodes, as always, welcome back. You know, we've had an amazing season two here on the podcast. It started off with guest Andrew Capercio, then we had Malia Bates, and then we had Harold M. Watson and then Rebecca Rabin, then we had Rob Thompson, and then with the most recent episode, we had Ariana Palmer. And so today's episode will actually be the last episode of season two. I'll introduce our guests a little later on. But before we get started, I just want to say thank you um, if you've joined us in previous episodes. And obviously, um, after this episode, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to me and the guests that we've had on the episode. And so after you listen to this, if you could please subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, leave a review, and share it with others who you think may find value out of what we do here on Sports' Job Podcast. And so without further ado, let me introduce today's guest. Let me shine the spotlight on Patrick Murphy. He is currently the sports information assistant at Embry-Riddle Athletic Department. His main sports are men's soccer, softball, and men's golf. Um, prior to going to Embry-Riddle, he was at Missouri S&T where he completed his bachelor's degree um, and master's. And he was also the director of baseball operations there while he was a student. And well, let me tell you, his story is about perseverance, commitment to his goals, and never giving up. Because this position, director of baseball operations, um, did not exist before he got there. And no one took over after him. So let me stop wasting time and let's get right to the episode. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of a Sports is a Job Journey of the Working Sports Professional. This is your host, Colby Castillo, and today's guest, I would like to formally welcome Patrick Murphy to the Sports is a Job podcast. How are you doing today? Doing good, Colby. How are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. No problem. I know you just got off of work. How was work today? Uh, you know, it's a uh, day after a basketball doubleheader, uh, you know, getting ready, getting ready for crossover season. Uh, you know, we got baseball and softball starting up at uh, here at Embry-Riddle this weekend. Uh, not not at home yet. Uh, that's, that's in the coming weeks, but uh, everything's get going. We had some uh, had some tennis action going on this afternoon at home. Uh, lacrosse getting ready to get going. So uh, it's every, every SID's favorite time of year or least favorite. Time of year, depending depending on your point of view, but uh, but it's upon us, and we're 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 getting ready to get after it. So, the beginning of your your sports journey. Um, let's start off when you were a kid and growing up. When did you really know that you wanted to work in sports? Where was the love of sports? Where did it come from? And really, where did where did this interest in sports start? Uh, well, probably probably like a lot of people. Um, you know, I play I played a lot played sports as a kid. Uh, did a little bit a little bit of everything when I was younger. Did uh, did soccer and baseball uh, in elementary school, then did, did some bowling and everything too. wasn't actually was actually pretty decent at that. Um, middle school rolled along, um, kind of gave up soccer after after a knee injury, and was like, okay, baseball, and then started doing basketball in the off season. Uh, best best five ten B team power forward you ever saw in your life. <laughs> but uh, we did we did. Uh, Baseball, basketball in middle school. Then once we got to high school, I kind of said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try to specialize in, in one thing and mm-hmm. and and go with baseball." And uh, 
that's actually kind of kind of where everything started. Um, I actually had to try out for my high school team three times before I finally made it. Okay. Um, I actually wound up making it going into my sophomore year. My freshman year, I started. I was I was a manager for the JV team, which you know the high school manager doesn't really do a whole lot. But uh, tried out once, didn't make it. Tried out a second time, didn't make it. Went and played another year of uh, of competitive ball. Tried out a third time, finally made it. Uh, played JV as a sophomore. Then I got hurt a couple times going into my junior year. Got converted to a a pitcher. And then uh, didn't didn't really do a whole lot my junior year, but uh, turned it went out and uh, played for a travel team. Went and got developed, got better, and then turned in a pretty good senior year. Um, and then I, I knew I wasn't going to be going anywhere, you know, with like a scholarship for for college ball. So if I figured if I, if I was going to play anywhere, I was either going to be at a smaller school uh, with, with a good academic program, is, is try to walk on or go to a junior college, but. Uh, my parents and everything were like, you know what, academics are definitely um, kind of the way you want to go. So uh, applied to a couple of different places. Missouri S&T, when I visited, was was the one place that just kind of felt the best. So um, tried to walk on there, didn't make it. I think it was like one of twelve guys that tried to tried out that year. I think two of them actually wound up wound up making the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Emailed the coach a couple weeks after tryouts just to double check. They're like, hey, you know, I fi- I'm figuring I didn't make it. I just want to double check. And he's like, yeah, we decided to go in a different different direction, da, da, da. And then uh, I think about a week later, I decided to email him um, and and ask him, you know, if he needed a student manager if he, or if he had any want for a student manager because I knew there was a couple guys that graduated in high school ahead of me that went and, went and did that at their schools, like at LSU and mm-hmm. a couple other places. So I guess that was kind of my first, you know, taste of like, hey, my playing days are done. Let's see if, you know, what, what you know, go be a manager, see what happens with that. And uh, if you'd have told me in August of 2013 that that would lead me to kind of where I'm at now, mm-hmm. I think I would have laughed at you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I honestly thought I was going to be an engineer. Uh, that's that's what I went to school for to start. Um, I was an architectural engineering major my first year and a half at Missouri S and T. Um, went through some stuff my second year of college, uh, personally and academically, and then um, wound up switching majors. And then uh, kind of started looking and seeing, well, what else? What what can we do now that I'm I'm a business major? Um, my sophomore year, I also started working for our sports information office. And that's really when I kind of started figuring out that that was, that was an industry. Like, you know, mm-hmm. going into college, you never, you know, as like 17, 18 year old, you're just like, Oh, Hey, here's a website. Oh, Hey, here's stats. Oh, Hey, here's rosters. Oh, Hey, here's social media. Like I didn't even know what, you know, who did that. I just thought, you know, just one of those things, a lot of people, I feel like they just take it for granted that it, that mm-hmm. it happens. And, um, the two SID, two SIDs at Missouri S&T when I first started working, uh, John Keene, he's still there. Luke Rennie, uh, he's at uh, Lewis University now as the director of athletic communications. They uh, they really influenced me and kind of opened my eyes to what that industry was like. Um, so I was working with them uh, in addition to staying with the baseball team. Um, so that was that's kind of how I got my start working in sports. So, mm-hmm. so how do you think – um, because you don't see as many people as persistent as you are when you talk about, you know, you were trying out for this baseball teams in high school, you didn't make it. 
and then you tried in in college and you didn't make it. So what? How did that experience really help form, um, develop you personally and professionally? Um, you know, I think it's it's just kind of helped me develop uh, an attitude and and kind of a personality of making making your own way. You know, um, I had to go through a lot just to be able to accomplish what I did in my playing career, um, overcoming injuries. You know, not playing. I think I threw one inning as a junior in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, and everything else. So just kind of overcoming adversity, finding ways to develop myself uh, back when I was playing, develop athletically, get better. Um, and then now professionally, just always trying to learn stuff and, you know, understand. I'm all, like, I'm always trying new things, always trying to, you know, understand things. Um, I remember there, there was one time, I think it was my junior, might have been, yeah, I think it was my junior year at Missouri S&T, or no, no, first senior year. Um, I asked our assistant SID Luke, uh, along with one of our other senior student workers, to teach us how to do stack crew for volleyball. And he both looked at us like we were crazy. He's like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" And we we're like, "Yeah, why not?" And he's like, "Okay." So, and uh, we got the hang of it really quick. And then when he uh, his first year with Lewis, he came back uh, to Missouri S and T. They had a they were playing at our place, and it was it was me and the guy that he taught that were statting that game that night. And I think aside from one hiccup we had in the beginning, we like clean cheated the whole match. Yeah. Um, so that, that was kind of cool to be able to say, hey, yeah, you know, you, you taught us well and everything else. But uh, as far as just, you know, trying to make my own way and just overcoming stuff, you know, it's uh, I'm, I'm one that's I don't, I don't want to say necessarily hard headed, but I'm definitely persistent about yeah. about things. You know, if I want to try to do something, I'm I'm going to try to do it to uh, to the best of my abilities. And uh, if there's a, am always always going to try my best and put my best foot forward and whatever happens happens <laughs> and I think I think your journey um as far as how you became the uh student manager or or the way some people put it you were the uh director of baseball operations at Missouri mm -hmm. S&T um you know what do you think it is that coach Todd at the time because I remember reading an article I saw reading an article that said that mm -hmm. there was no student manager his as a time as a coach and he started in 2003 so what would, what do you think was the 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 reason why he pulled the trigger as far as letting you be a student manager and operate the whole operations of the baseball team. Um, that's a, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I tried to ask him that on my senior day and I don't think uh -huh. I got a straight answer from him. <laughs> um, you know, I said I had, uh, I had a couple of my high school coaches, my travel ball coaches, send him some letters of reference. Mm -hmm. um, like after I like asked him, I was like, Hey, you know, do you, you want, do you want or need a manager? And then he emailed me back. Um, like 10 minutes later, which I know now that's kind of, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he emailed me back right away. Said, Hey, just let me know when you get to campus in, in, in August, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll figure something out. Um, but uh, I think, you know, he did, he didn't know me from Adam, you know, mm -hmm. my kid from Tennessee, I was going to school in Missouri. Um, so that, that first year when he, when he picked me up, it was definitely kind of a learning process. We we're both kind of trying to feel each other out. And, you know, I was trying to, trying to understand what he wanted me to do. I, he was trying to understand what he could trust me to do. Um, so that first year was, was definitely a learning experience for the both of us. Uh, there was one point, I think it was our first road trip of the season. I thought I lost $600 worth of pants. Wow. Um, turns out they never made it on the bus. So. Okay. 
It was um, like that Kansas City. Remember hearing about the uh, was it Kansas City or New England Patriots that forgot? It was the Patriots. It was the Patriots or the Patriots. Chiefs playing in Foxborough and their equipment guys. The stuff never they had neither never got off the plane or they just went to the wrong airport. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was kind of like a oh god, like I was like on pins and needles, just like sick. Yeah. I couldn't eat on the bus, and then I got back like flying in the equipment room, and it's just sitting on the table, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. So from that, like the next road trip, I started packing everything into a bag, and then yeah. <laughs> I kind of started, you know, that's a learning experience. So mm-hmm. like I did, by the time my last year rolled around, I had like a whole checklist of like, okay, I've got, we're going on the road this weekend, I need extra two extra jerseys in green and gray, extra pants in white and gray, extra stirrups, extra sanitaries, extra socks, extra belts. And then I carried like extra catcher's gear, like hard hats and masks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like kind of, kind of like a like an emergency bag mm-hmm. in case guys needed stuff. Um, what did you do? I'm kind of interested because like it's so interesting that they, you know, they didn't have that position and they ended up making it for you. So what did you do your first year when you first got there compared to the last year that you were there? Um, first year was just kind of. You know, for like games and stuff, I did the scoreboard. I helped out. I did. I did laundry on road trips. Um, helped set up practices and stuff. Um, so getting getting things out, making sure everything was where it needed to be. Helped get everything cleaned up. Um, kind of started helping out with like facility maintenance, like mowing the grass and everything. Um, so it was it wasn't a lot my freshman year. I did a little bit of stat stuff, just like spray charts and everything in the fall. Um, and then my sophomore year. Uh, you know, after after freshman year, I was like, hey, thanks for letting me have, you know, if you want me to come back, I'd be more than happy to. And he said, yeah, absolutely. So we started kind of going to work about, okay, year two, I know you, you know me, what do we want to do? So I think the, the first, the second, first big thing my second year was uh, I got us on Twitter because uh, they didn't have any social media, like specifically for the baseball team when I got there. And I'd seen enough of like, you know, stuff to know, like other teams on, on social media to like, Hey, this is, this is something that we need to do. If nothing That's else. Rare now. That's rare for a team not to have their own social media. Yeah. Especially going into, I think, yeah, 20, yeah, 2014, 15 was my second year. So um, like the, we had like the main athletic stuff, but there wasn't like no. a specific account for the baseball team. So I did that and kind of started trying to, and just, help promote you know game days and different stuff behind the scenes like the fall world series or or you know our carry challenge at the end of the fall um day-to-day duties were more of the same thing um we figured out kind of quick that i was if i was going to start doing more we might want to bring in an extra set of hands as like an assistant like a second manager mm-hmm. um <laughs> and that's kind of a whole other adventure on its own it's because it seemed like every kid we brought in um, didn't have that same drive as me. You know, yeah, I was, yeah. you know, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, I'm, I, I got that drive. I'm always going to be trying to do my best. And, you know, I, if anything else, I, I worked too hard. Um, but some of the, some of the kids we tried to bring in they were they were good kids. They just, you know, um, they, you know, they just didn't have that, that passion or that drive. Cause they, you know, they were involved in other stuff like Greek life or they're focused on their academics or, they just were never seeing it. They were trying to use it as a crutch to maybe like they tried out, they didn't make it like me. And then they were going to use it to try out again the following year or something. So, um, but we, we brought in a, a set, we brought in a, like assistance starting that year. 
Um, and we continued, tried to continue that every year through my last season. And I think we had two guys that wound up staying for the duration, um, which was great for when the years they stayed, but whenever they left that just, I didn't mind it, but it was just kind of, you know, me, like the other players would have to help me out and everything else, uh, just to help kind of pick up that slack. Um, but, you know, it's, it, every year it just kind of took on more and more responsibility and everything. So I think it was my set, my third or fourth year, I kind of got unofficially tagged director of baseball operations just because, you know, I was doing doing social media, growing that every year. Um, I think in five, four and a half years, I got us, we went from non-existent to over a thousand followers. Wow. And how, what was the secret? What was the secret to that, do you think? I, I honestly don't know. I think it might've been just the, the, the kids that we were bringing in there, you know, the, you know, the, all these, you know, younger, I say it now, younger kids, you know, they're like two, three, four years younger than me, but they're, <laughs> they're, they're bigger on social media and stuff. Yeah. Their folks are on it and everything else. And I think the fact I, I was able to evolve the content like every year, like I know I said, like, I, like it was funny the other night, I was looking back at like my year one stuff at Missouri S and T and like looking what I'm doing now at Embry Riddle. And I just like laughed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How did you do, how did you develop those skills? Those uh, like say, what what do you the softwares you use for Photoshop or creating the content? Was this something well, like I had I had I had an old Samsung tablet that I brought with me to college. It had like a like a tablet version of Photoshop on yeah. there. It was like really light, and this will probably make a lot of people cringe. But I basically used like Microsoft Paint and like PowerPoint <laughs> for a lot of stuff, and I was yeah. able to actually able to make some really cool stuff with it. And I just like oh, I'll learn Photoshop later. Oh, I'll learn Photoshop later. Um, and then I finally got Danbury Riddle and I was like, I know it sort of, but I really haven't done anything with it. So I was like, okay, now we got to learn it and everything else. And then now I'm doing some really, really cool stuff with all the Adobe, Adobe apps and everything now, but, um, just evolving my stuff with what I was using at S and T from year to year. Um, by the time I had my last season there, I think I, I was putting out some really cool stuff. Um, it was getting a lot of getting a lot of pub and everything uh, good at the numbers the numbers on some stuff are pretty cool I was doing more video stuff like hype videos and everything else so um, but it was it was definitely an evolution with that um, and I started obviously I kept doing laundry the whole time I was there um, coordinating meals on road trips for 30 people mm -hmm. up to mm -hmm. like maybe five times a week independent on the trip so um, by the by, the end of it, I th I think I was doing, you know, about I, I was doing a, my my fair share. You know, as it was, you know, getting everything set up for practices, um, you know, laundry, food, social media, managing equipment, inventory, and everything, all that. Because you know, we're we're a small D two school. You know, we're on a budget. Guys don't don't get to keep a lot of stuff. So I was, you know, making sure that everything gets back. And then, you know, if stuff goes, stuff grows legs and walks out the door that uh, we're get, we're getting that replaced and everything else. And, you know, ordering baseballs and helmets and decals and hats and you name it. I probably did it. You know, I'm probably forgetting a lot of stuff, but, uh, but it, it was definitely something I wouldn't, I would, if, if I could go back, to 2013 and and have a, I have the option of like doing that all over again or doing something else I would do it again in a heartbeat yeah. um yeah. just based on you know the journey that we went through and you know we had I was there for six seasons we had winning seasons five of those years no four of those years 
we went to the conference tournament five times. We were two wins away from the World Series in 2016. We had the best season in school history in 2016. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it was a phenomenal experience, and it, it's definitely something I'm not going to forget. Um, but that's definitely kind of, like I said, how I kind of got my foot in the door of working in sports. You know, if I didn't become the manager, I don't think I would have answered an ad in the student newsletter looking for people to work the scoreboard for football games, which is how I got working with our sports information office. And working, you know, the, the scoreboard and the clocks from football there turned into working the video stream, which turned into learning how to do stats, which led to doing replay and sitting at the table and doing And then my last year, I was our public address announcer. So it's just kind of one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And I was, I was doing more stuff with baseball. I was doing more stuff with our sports information office. You know, it's, it's just kind of everything accumulated and, you know, find, finding ways to balance work and, and classes and everything was, was something else. But, uh, but no, I enjoyed it, man. And I, I, I basically, if I ever got tired of, or felt like I was getting burned out, I was like, look, man, I'm getting paid to watch sports. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's bottom line, you know, it's, that's, that's a, a, not a lot of people can say they can do that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're a great, I think you're a great example as far as um, you start off with small tasks and there's things, if you do it right, if you do it correctly, you, you earn the trust of many other people and that earns different opportunities to do more and do more. And like you said, it's kind of like a domino effect. One thing lets another, lets another, and lets another. I want to fast forward um, to current day. You're, you're doing an internship. Is that correct? Yeah. University. Yep. I'm over. I'm at the Daytona beach campus. Uh, we're the, uh, we're, we're division two in the uh, sunshine state conference. We've got another campus in Prescott, Arizona. That's, uh, at the NAIA level, which we used to be up until a couple of years ago. Um, and it's actually, again, kind of funny how I wound up down here. Um, uh, the past two summers I was up in the Northwoods collegiate league, um, mm-hmm. as a clubhouse manager, kind of doing basically up there what I did at S and T. Um, and there was a Sunday this past season, team was out of town. I just woken up from a nap and I got an email notification from, uh, from a job site with, you know, listings of stuff with like a keyword search or whatever. And half, and I, and for some reason I actually like opened it up and read it and was just scrolling through it and saw the thing with Ember Riddle. And I kind of thought to myself, oh, that looks interesting, you know? Um, and at that time I was still finishing up grad school. I had a semester left. Uh, specifically like one class left, just the way everything worked out. If I, w- if I was going to go, when I went back to Missouri S&T in the fall, I was already planning to step back from baseball because I was going to be graduating in December. Um, still help, with that, help out with significant stuff, um, do more with our sports info office in the fall. But uh, I was like, you know what? I need to make a new resume anyway, at least type up a new cover letter. I need to put a portfolio together. It's stuff I've been meaning to do. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and I knew the team wasn't going to be getting back for a couple hours. So I think, yeah, what's, you know, I'll go, I'll apply for it. You know, what's, uh, what's, what's the worst thing that, that happens, you know, is mm-hmm. I either, I either get, uh, they have to tell me that, you know, we appreciate you sending your stuff, but we try to go in another direction or you just don't hear anything back, which unfortunately is the case with some, some places. But uh, I put it, put everything together, typed everything up, sent stuff to them on a Sunday in, I think it was mid July. And then I got a phone call at work the next day, that Monday, asking for an interview on Tuesday, after which I got offered the job on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. 
And then Thursday was kind of like discussing it with people, my mentors, my coaches, my folks, other people. Um, and then Friday I wound up accepting the job. So in the span of six days, while I was halfway across the country, yeah. or actually about yeah. on the other side of the country from Florida to Wisconsin, um, I applied for a job and wound up taking the offer. And then I was like, okay, cool. I just took a job down in Daytona Beach. Now I got to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that was, that was kind of a crazy, you know, transition going from Wisconsin, ending ending work in Wisconsin and starting work down here mm -hmm. an eight-day span. <laughs> mm -hmm. You got the better weather out there for sure, though. Yeah, no, it was actually kind of kind of kind of chilly today. As it's like if, if I was back in back in Rolla, this would have been like t-shirt weather. But oh yeah, Florida. I think everybody everybody's breaking out the breaking out the big jackets. Uh, what is it? What is the weather out there right now? Uh, it's a very balmy sixty-two. <laughs> oh yeah, that'd be a tank top and shorts weather right now. That's tough. Yeah, that's a sacrifice some of us have to make, man. So, mm -hmm. so but, what do you do? Um, why don't you describe what you do day-to-day uh, -day for your position right now? Uh, well, right now at Ember-Riddle, uh, my title is the uh, Sports Information Assistant. Um, I'm part of a four-person shop. Uh, we got our uh, Director of uh, Athletic Communications, Allison Smalling, our two assistants, uh, Mike Pierce and Ryan Mosier, um, and then there's and myself. And between us, we divide up uh, our 21 sports. I'm the primary contact for – men's soccer men's golf and softball mm -hmm. so we got golf, golf getting ready to kick back up and softball you know is, is going this saturday uh but then I'm, I'm also helping out with just about every other sport um so we have minimum's rowing minimum's track and field both lacrosses um both basketballs tennis everything so just kind of helping out doing a little bit of everything for those but uh and uh with my primary sports, you know, it's doing stats, writing stories, uh, game day graphics, uh, other stuff on social media like promotional videos uh, or, or other, other material and everything else, print materials, uh, just finished helping our marketing uh, department, which right now is two interns uh, because of some staffing stuff. Uh, just finished helping them design some spring sports schedule posters. Um, actually just finished looking at the proofs right before I came home from work today and uh, Everything looked good, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, I've got posters when I uh, when I get into work tomorrow. Uh -huh. So uh, uh -huh. we'll see there. But uh, you know, it, it's kind of kind of doing what every every other SID in the country does. Um, plus, you know that, that old that old axiom: other duties as assigned. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people, like you said, um, they don't know exactly what an SID. They think the Twitter is just run by um, just some student mm -hmm. they give the duties to. So I mean, it, it's good that you're. <clears throat> you're talking about what exactly um, you do. So how many time, how much time of your day do you probably spend putting out content on your guys' social media and things like that? Um, we don't really do stuff every day. I mean, obviously whenever we have games, mm -hmm. we do our game day graphics, but we have, as a department, we've got uh, certain things that we do on certain days, mm -hmm. like got uh, like thankful Thursdays that we'll do um, where we're talking about like endowed scholarships and everything else that we're, that we're getting. Uh, for different athletes, for different teams. Um, Monday, we do a departmental uh, player of the week for both the men's sides and the women's side, um, in addition to anybody that might be conference uh, player of the week for whatever sport. <clears throat> um, 
sometimes we do wallpaper Wednesdays um, with spring, with the spring sports kick, kicking back up. Uh, we'll be getting back going with those. Uh, we didn't do a ton of stuff with the winter sports just because there's not really a lot going on. So we were just doing, doing like schedule wallpapers and everything else. Um, but we're, we're, we're really specific uh, with what we do and just kind of not trying to overload with content because I think they tried to do that before I got here. And the way I understood it is sometimes you, you got to strike a balance between too much and not enough. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. we're kind of right there with, you know, a good amount of content pushing right across the middle. for all our teams and, and doing stuff in season, out of season and everything else. So, yeah. I mean, that's, a, I, I, it's interesting because it, I think that is the topic. There's people who say, push out as many content as you can. Yeah. And then there's some that say, uh, take it down a little bit, just work on the quality of it. So, I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's something I think that's big today. Um, for someone in your situation, knowing how you got your start in the sports industry, um, what is your advice to the kid out there who's sitting in his room, who's thinking about how do I get my into the sports industry? There's no official job position. Um, mm -hmm. How do you, what is your advice to them to get their in into the sports industry? Well, even for people who like, who like me do like, weren't even trying to get into the industry. Uh, it just, just kind of happened uh, through just the course of events, you know, it uh, <clears throat> just don't, don't be afraid to like take chances and stuff, you mm -hmm. know? I took a chance going to a school out of state. I took a chance emailing a coach about, Hey, do you want a manager? You know, he could have totally just blown me off and ignored me. And that could have, if that happens, then I'm, I may, may not even, you know, state, might not even state of Missouri S and T. I probably, I might not be talking to you. I might not be in yeah. the riddle. Um, you know, just don't be, don't be afraid to take chances, you know, um, failure is, is a pathway to success. Um, like if, if you, if you're fail, if you know, if you fail one time at things or if you, if you're not quite good enough, then just, you know, try to keep getting yourself better. You know, that's, I think that's part of why I've been able to get to where I'm at is just persistence and, and making sure it's like, man, I'm, I'm, this might not have worked this time, but we're going to sit back, reevaluate how to do this differently. And then we'll try and do it, do it a different way. You know, we'll, we'll get back after it. So. Um, don't be afraid to take risks. Be persistent. Um, once you do get in, you know, be be professional. Uh, that's that's be professional. You know, look who you're representing. Um, you know, I've had you know there's there's been a couple times in in my past experience where I've done some stuff that hasn't always been to like the true professional thing, but it's it's a learning experience. You know, mm -hmm. uh, we we you know that we resolve the situations, you know, and and move forward and everything else and you know, so just be professional with everything. Um, never, never be afraid to, you know, take criticism, never be afraid to, you know, learn how to do different things. Um, I said, right now I'm, I'm learning how to stat basketball for the first time ever. Um, so I'm just, I'm sitting like our, you know, Mike or Ryan and Allie will be sitting there doing the live stats and I'll have stat crew hold up on my computer and I'm, I'm basically trying to follow along and make sure I can, I just kind of mirror them and I, just kind of learn how to do it just because uh, mm -hmm. my next stop after Ember Riddle, I might wind up doing basketball. Who knows? You know, that's, that's why I wanted to learn volleyball. You know, I'm going to learn how to do lacrosse this season. So I'm, always, I'm, I'm trying to learn and, and make myself as useful as I can, you know? And I know, I know um, I saw on Twitter, you are looking for um, the next opportunity. So to end the podcast, I kind of just want to give you um, the platform to tell me 
you know, what's, what's, what are you looking for next? What's your goal? Uh, what are your strengths and weaknesses? And where can they find your resume or information about you? Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, honestly right now, I'm, you know, I, I see myself kind of staying at the, with, at the Division Two or the Division Three level. And I, I enjoy being around the small schools. Um, I know it takes a certain kind of person to do that because I know a lot, a lot of people just want to, they want to get to the D1 level yeah. or get to a power five or something. Um, but I, I enjoy, you know, that, that being around that small school thing. I mean, and that might be where I kind of got my start at is, you know, kind of the doing more with less and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I, I just enjoy the atmosphere and the feel of, you know, division two, there's, there's, there's great schools, there's great leagues, there's great teams at every level. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, if I if I can be a contribution to somebody somewhere, um, I'd be I'd be more than happy to to join their team. Um, you know, it's uh, you know I, I keep telling myself, you know, say I'm I'm getting paid to watch sports. You know, yeah. like I said, there's not there's not a lot of people that can say that. You know, and if if somebody thinks that I'll be a good fit for them with with my skills and, and what I what I can bring to the table, then I'll. I'd, um, I can tell, I can, t- I, I tell them this, you know, I, I'll try not to try not to let you down. You know, I'll, I'll do everything I can to help try to leave your, leave where, wherever I wind up in a better place. You know, that's, that was when I was with the Wisconsin Woodchucks, uh, I, I wanted to do that. When I was with s and I think I wound up leaving things in a better place uh, in 2019 than they were in 2013. And hopefully I can do the same thing here at Embry-Riddle. Um, so obviously, I have all my stuff's on LinkedIn. Uh, Patrick J. Murphy, um, resume and everything, experiences there. Um, I know my resume's on Twitter uh, at p underscore murph underscore twenty two, where people can find me on that. Um, and, and, and as far as like strengths and weaknesses go, um, I said I'm always I'm always willing to learn, and sometimes um, I, I do try to you know. I might, I might work too hard. I will, I might run myself into the ground and everything else, but I, I'll guarantee you this. I'm going to give you a hundred, I'll give you 110% effort all the time. And uh, I'll, I'm going to get invested in, in everything that, that your department, your university stands for and everything else. So um, wherever I wind up at, uh, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. It's just going to be a matter of doing something for somebody somewhere. And, uh, We'll, we'll see how everything, everything shakes out. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And to all my listeners out there who's listening, again, like I always say, we are all on our own journeys, but you are not alone.